Your suite is ready. Girl, we are in there. Um, back here. <laughs> hey guys, welcome back to the Urban Suite. It's me, Luigi. <laughs> it's your girl Tanya D. I got my Marla, Lady M four one seven on Instagram. What Wait, up? I don't know if I'm happy. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if I'm mad that you started it that way, or what? that I started dancing. When you, um, I all that to shit. Dance. It's a good vibe. You're back. I, I am. I missed you. I miss all of you. I miss you. Let me tell you, I love Marla down. Okay, <laughs> in the most heterosexual way. Yeah, non, yeah. But I love her down. I love her because of who she is and who she is to me. Stop you gonna make me cry. And how she loves me, guys. It hasn't been easy with. The things that I've been dealing with, and that's why I've been gone for a little bit. I've had some medical issues that has affected the way that I speak, but um, I figured it was time, and I missed you guys, and I missed Marla, yeah. and I miss doing this with you guys every week, and so I figure I can fight through it and uh, be patient with me. Um, but child. we still for to have fun. We fighting through some things. Child. And <laughs> listen, okay. <laughs> we both look. Whenever our behind the podcast comes out, <laughs> you guys know. are gonna be blown away at how much adversity that we can get through and over. You would be amazed. Like I can't wait to tell our story. Man. Um, I feel like we have so many things in the works because we have lived so much in such a it seems a short time but in reality it feels like forever forever you know so um i'm just so blessed and happy to still be here and still be able to share my thoughts and and my feelings and have people who relate to me and understand me and uh, I just want to share that love and I wanted to be as transparent as I could with respect to my own boundaries. So thank you guys so much for still kicking it with us. Thank you to Chaotic-ish, K-H-A-O-T-I-C dot I-S-H. Check him out Podcast on Instagram page. for his abstract art. It's amazing. Right now, he's doing a portal sequence. Mm -hmm. Um I'm probably saying that word wrong, but um, right now he's doing a portal project where he's taking these doors all over special places in Miami, and it's amazing. Yeah. And I'm I'm surprised, and and that's my own brother. <laughs> so shout out to brother for holding the show down. My shout out to me. Plus Daddy Allen. You know I be struggling with calling him one or the other, but. Um, shout out to him. Shout out to success. Shout out to everyone that has reached out to support me, um, who thinks of me and Marla and keeps us in your prayers. We appreciate you guys so, so, so much. NWO. And I just want to start this show. Look, y'all, my, y'all know. Minds. All of y'all think y'all I so love much. all y'all down and y'all know that. <laughs> so, um, I'm getting emotional, but. Yeah, don't make me cry. I'm I'm my makeup. crying, but I'm just so happy. And, and I want to share the happiness with everyone on the show and so yeah guys so we finna be romantical today we is here <laughs> in a relationship so um let's get this thing started and that was my catch-up i'm sorry guys marla hey marla hey babe marla malulu don't do this yes. don't bring this back i remember <laughs> Um, I miss her so much. Um, Y'all don't understand. We have been separated. Yes. The universe keeps trying to separate us. And we keep finding ways to get back to each other. Me and you will never part. So listen, we will never look. Nothing will keep us away from <laughs> each other. 
Ain't no mountain high enough. <laughs> Ain't no valley low enough. Tell y'all. So, I'm glad we're starting on such a great note. Yeah. And let's just get into some good black ass news. I could dance now. Uh, black, y'all. And I'm black, y'all. And I'm blacker than black, and I'm black, y'all. And I'm black, y'all. And I'm black, y'all. And I'm blacker than black. All right, y'all. We are so happy that Miss Mary J. Blige has finally gotten her flowers. And, and she's still here. And just do. And she's still here. So to me, she is our queen to be. Hmm? No, for <laughs> I need water. <laughs> we gonna hit the note again. I need some milk. <laughs> so, if you have not, if you did not know, or if you did not watch, um, Queen Mary received the Lifetime Achievement Award at the 2019 BET Awards, and Smoot. Let me tell you something. This royal bitch got up there, accepted her award, and then. Skedaddle her behind backstage really quick, fast for a costume change, and came on and did her own damn tribute to her damn a self. A two, three step, a five, six, and a seven, eight, and she was behind the stage of it. I don't know if her shorts was under her dress. I don't listen. She had on her little shorts. I'm gonna talk about the shorts <laughs> because Auntie had both her cheeks hanging out. I know you've seen them. Thighs out, the cherry showing everything. And I was just so excited to see her. And don't forget the boots. Because she looked... Okay, now. We already know. Why she ain't got when a boot deal? you say deal? Mary, it's synonymous with boots. Why doesn't she have a boot deal yet? Like, Louboutin, Steve Madden. So people still wear Steve Madden? Um, I think so. Y'all need to give her a boot deal. Something. Because she be doing some kicking and shuffling. In you those boots. You seen that shuffle when um, Kim was on that stage with her. Kinky boots. <laughs> um, <laughs> shout out to her because she deserves it. And I feel like, okay, guys. All right. So, to me, like Tanya, like I am Queen T. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think Mary can sing. How ever, I believe that her voice is a vibe. There mm-hmm. are certain people... That voices can uh, connect to certain parts of them. Yeah, I don't think anybody so. can convey pain the way Mary has been able to convey pain in all of these years. She she has a way of conveying emotion. I'm, I mean, let me not just say pain because even some of her happier songs is still a bop. We still what's the song? Let's just, get it. So uh-uh. that what? Just fun, 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 fun. Oh yeah, I forgot about that song. Ooh. That video made me dizzy. I could do the Wu Tang to it, so that's how I knew what I liked it. Can you it. not do the Wu Tang too, friend? Let's be honest. Someone like you, Adele. <laughs> <laughs> we digress. Don't do this. Okay. But no, um, her voice—it's not. She's not a singer on the caliber of like a Beyonce or a Fantasia or. Or even a, a Jennifer Hudson, Marsha Ambrosius. Um, but her voice can convey so much emotion. And she does. Like, you feel. Um, there are some Mary J. Blige songs you cannot listen to if you're in a good mood. Like you, That's true. I can't listen to I'm Going Down if I'm in a good mood. Because then I'm going to be real down. I can't really going to sit there and go, time on my hand. I bruh, do I can't listen to I Was Your Lover and Your Secretary. Secretary. Working. Every day of the fucking week. Wow. So you're right. I was at the job. Oh, see, I'm getting angry already. Okay, we going. Let me calm down. Three, two, one. One, one two, two, three. <laughs> what the heck is bothering me? Whew, but so. I'm definitely happy that she did get her flowers while she is still here. Because, you know, we losing people left and right. I have a question. And I'll go ahead and ask this. We'll probably go ahead and tweet this. When the show drops, because I want to get you guys' question too. Who is it? Like, what artist? I'll even say actor too, who deserves a lifetime achievement award but has never gotten it. Who can you think of? Uh, has Samuel L. gotten one? Samuel L. I don't believe so. I don't think Samuel L. Jackson's gotten one. I don't think Morgan Freeman has gotten one. I mean, he's only played God like seventeen times. You're right. I mean, I feel like Martin Lawrence. Martin Lawrence has me. not gotten one. 
And he... That's well deserved. That's been deserved. Um, who else? Eddie hasn't gotten one either. You're damn Skippy, and he's been in a million movies. Yeah, Eddie hasn't gotten one yet. Arsenio didn't get one. Damn, they've really just been doing us any kind... But we know our legends. It's yeah, fine. we do. I mean, like, the, the um, Smokey Robinson one was, was amazing. I thought that was amazing that he got one. And he's still yes. here with his little pale face stuff. He is not pale. What is he, friend? Ivory. <laughs> <laughs> so... Um, Don't make me laugh. <laughs> he kind of looked like Tiny Daddy. Stop. Also good black ass news. <laughs> Congratulations to Tyler Perry. Yes. Who was also honored. What did he get? Um wait, I'm sorry. Before we go to Tyler Perry. Yeah. Nipsey Hussle was also honored with the Humanitarian Award. Um and his entire family his family was there to accept the award on mm. his behalf. And that just Okay. You can, can friend, we, listen. I'm gonna go I'm gonna go there. You can go. Okay. You in a safe place. Okay. See, what happened in that moment is that um, because of everyone's respect for Nipsey, because out of all respect Mm -hmm. to Nipsey and his whole family, friends, everyone, Mm -hmm. his mama Nipsey is a little long-winded. So um, sometimes when she's speaking, she's holding people emotionally hostage where you don't want to interrupt her. She's still grieving. That's still her son. She's still an elder. And it seems like some rambling. There was a point to what she was saying, which I will get to. She was making a point. It Mm -hmm. was just very strangely strung along. And everyone was kind of just looking around, not knowing what to say and do. How to react, yeah. And, um... I think one, she's still grieving, but what she was trying to express was that she had accepted that Ermius had transcended and she was able to still have joy. She was sad, but she was still able to enjoy uh, what she had and she had been having feelings that something was going to happen and when that happened, she said that's what it was. And she accepted that he was gone and that we in turn, if that's his mother and she's saying, if it's me and it's my son and I can accept it, everyone needs to accept it because everyone's kind of hanging on to his legacy. You have the game who is having a piss contest with who loves Nipsey the most and people are doing strange things with the Nipsey blue and It got to a weird space. So I understand that she's like, you can let him go. You can love him. You can honor him. But you have to let him go. Yeah. And um, I got that because I'm a Cree Summers ass bitch. And if you don't know who Cree Summers (laughs) is, shame the fuck on on you. But um, I understood it. It just got weird. Uh, And then... Here comes the savior, Daddy Nipsey. <laughs> Daddy, I love him. Daddy Nipsey, because she was being a little extra with the put your mouth to the... She's pulling on his mouth and tapping on the mic. He's like, look, just go do your thing. <laughs> and everybody giggled because he broke up that little awkward space. Yeah. And also, he was giving thanks for his son's... Uh, honest so um it was a little strange moment right there yeah and you know a lot of people don't understand it didn't understand it and they were you know some people were being real disrespectful online but like you said she is still grieving she is still a mother and I think people just didn't know how to handle it but I I did understand what she was saying because she she understood that his physical time was was now done and that his spirit it was time for his spirit to transcend and go where it needed to go and she had made her peace with it and everyone else needed to as well y'all need to get over y'all was being real nasty yeah I y'all seen a few things and then I kind of just got off of the socials all together and I know I haven't been visible on the socials because sometimes you just need a break. 
Sometimes you just need a visual break. And um, all the time. And dealing with things, you know, in addition to problems, it doesn't help. So sometimes you need to break away. Um, but yeah, y'all were being assholes. But back to Tyler Perry. Back to. Because he won the Ultimate Icon Award, which I think was very fitting for him. Because if you heard his speech, it, it was quite fitting for him because... You know, Tyler Perry did do a lot for black cinema. Well, black entertainment in general. I think Tyler is one of those people who actually, if not initiated, but I think he was probably one in the forefront of the whole black renaissance movement that happened. And I'm saying black renaissance, but black entertainment migrated to Atlanta and he is one of the pioneers of that I think especially you know first with the plays and then buying the studio creating his own studio shooting all of his his shows his movies everything on that lot like that is a mecca of black entertainment so I think him getting the ultimate icon award was very fitting his speech was quite amazing and um you know I really hope people understood what he was saying he was like y'all talking about what y'all gonna bring to the table i created my own table and i think that's a message that does get lost in our community a lot we have to create our own tables i mean not just on a large scale and again just to just to shout out my peoples like you have success junior you got plus daddy they created their own tables they're they're creating their own lanes they're doing their own things um, because the normal stuff is just sometimes we can't just do what everyone else is doing. We have to step out of the normal, step out of the popular, step out of the what is it the the usual stuff all the time, and you know create our own things, our own ways, our own lanes, and create our our new normals for ourselves, so that way we don't have to be held up to the standards of our white counterparts or any other counterparts for that matter. So um, congratulations to him. I think that was an amazing thing for BET to do. Um, his speech was amazing. If you have not seen it, I'm sure it's all over social media. If not, go on the YouTube's. You will find it everywhere. You know, I gave. I used to give him a lot of flack. I will be very honest for the dress because not just the dress. It was the the subject matter. I don't know. I felt like there are, there are black people who are a country and do exist and may be a little ignorant and don't say words right and I was just I always felt like he exploited that. Yeah. And it made me uncomfortable, but that's not who take away from yeah, what he has done because what he has done was almost unprecedented because he built a whole community of actors that we now know on the regular. Yeah. Um, he plucked these people out. He saw something in them. And like Taraji P. Henson, yeah. apparently she was being paid peanuts to her counterparts in Benjamin Button. And he was the first person to pay her what she was worth. That paved the way for Ava DuVernay. Regina Hall also. Everybody. Exactly. He gave us what we actually deserved. And I respect him for that. Yeah. I mean, whether you like his stuff or not. Because now I can't. I can't really sit down and watch a Tyler Perry production. That I mean, 12 people saw the Medea Boo or some. The little Halloween one. I'm sure like 12 people. It was a Halloween, Medea? Exactly. They okay. literally yeah. did nothing with But that. I mean, whether you like it, whether you don't like it, whether you think he's pushing agenda, because a lot of people are like, oh, well, he's been pushing the homosexual agenda and this, that, and the third. Whatever you think he's been pushing, whatever you... Regardless of the fact, he's still... This is a man who was living out of his car when his stage plays were some of the most popular if not the most popular thing in black culture at the time. Right. He, he literally sacrificed his own stuff just to pay his actors to be able to travel so they can put on these stage plays and do all of that. And then once he got great, before he bought himself a house, he bought a studio. 
to bring these people in and give these people jobs. There are people that have been working with him for years mm-hmm. and they literally have like the mans, for example, David and Tamala man who are amazing in their own rights, but they will both say that if it wasn't for him, they would not have the things that they have. So, I mean, whether you like it or not, he did a lot. And you know what? Kudos to you, Tyler, and that child we don't ever see. And the mama who I'm pretty sure ain't wow, really here no more. you real great. But we digress. That was what? real I great. Had to, I had to put it in there just one time. <laughs> just one time. That was great. Hey, guys. I have a U-S-T-Q-O-T-D. I was going to break that down, but I was just hoping y'all would string along and understand the acronym. Our our listeners are very <laughs> intelligent people. You know what? They are, and I love y'all. So, um, I was reading an article, and I wish I could find it again so I could link it. I'll do some research. Um, do your fucking research. But basically, they were saying that they gave up gossiping for Lent and was explaining the explanation of what happened or the, or the the manifestation I'm sorry of what happened when she gave up gossiping. So it 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 actually brought in a great topic for me because it was like hmm gossiping even talking about celebrity stupid shit is gossiping. Mm-hmm. And everyone knows a homegirl where you get around them and they just want to talk about, oh, did you hear and this? You know, I've been grusted out and pull you this even right further quick. because niggas have gotten worse. Okay, they've because always been worse. They got their group chats too that do the same thing, and their shit be popping. They gossip just the way women do, and I feel like now. Um, to give that up for Lent would mean you would be giving up most conversation. For 90 days. What is it, 60 days of Lent? Yeah. I'm not religious, y'all tell me. So, yeah, and so it begs the question of, do you think you can give up gossiping, Marla? Mm. Well, considering that one of the people I gossip with the most is my mama, <clears throat> and it's usually about family members. <laughs> Cause my mama got all the tea, like the I, flavor, all okay. the flavors. Like, um, it's it's hard because gossiping doesn't necessarily like people. It doesn't necessarily have to mean you're talking about day days, um, fifteen baby mothers or some shit like that. Like it could be just anything that you're talking about somebody outside of you know their knowledge is considered gossiping. So. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I could give up gossip. Again, like the main person I gossip with is my mom. <laughs> and I right. talk to my mama every day. And right. we, whether it's a five minute conversation or it's five hours, it's going to be some tea in there somewhere. Some flavor. And it's hard. I would have to stop. I would have to stop talking to my mama. Nigga, me too. <laughs> <laughs> like, like that's a lot. I, I would have to stop speaking to uh, a few people because like, and it's not to say that because I enjoy it. Like, it's funny sometimes. Sometimes it's very interesting or funny. And then there are times where I'm not as interested. Yeah. And because it gets to a point where, okay, it's not gossiping. It turns into like, okay, well, why do you keep telling me all this bad stuff about, about this, this one person? This one person. Yeah. And then I get a little curious and then I don't want to, you know, be in the middle because Lord knows I love being the mutual friend of people who don't fucking get along. Y'all don't understand. I'm always this middle person where it be chaos (laughs) sometimes, but it, it happens. And I think that I, oh man, I think I could give up gossiping, um, but I would have to supplement it for something else. Something else gonna have to be in there. Like Yeah, I don't know what that something else is, but if I have to give up goss- gossiping, that means when somebody has some hot steaming tea, I'm gonna have to decline. Damn. Even if I'm parched. <laughs> okay. That's tough. And I and kudos to her for doing it because hunty. Yes, I thought that was 
interesting thing to give up. Yeah, all the like usually for Lent, you'll hear people say they give up a certain kind of food. Uh, they'll give up alcohol. They'll give up dick. Some people give up dick. Oh, oh God. Why? <laughs> anyway, some people give up dick. Um, you know, so people give up a lot of different things because the, the idea of Lent is going into it. It's it's the, it's the 60 days between that lead into Easter Sunday, Resurrection Sunday, rather. Um, so people or Good Friday. I don't remember. Y'all tell me. Um, you know we heathens. We heathens over here. But um, people, but I still do kind of follow Lent because I think it's a good thing to do to kind of give you um, some discipline. Like if you're a person who's tough, who's it's not easy to remain disciplined about something. Um, it's, a lot of people use Lent as a starting point. Like some people use that as their starting point to give up something. And even after Lent is over, they continue with what they've been going what 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 they've been doing so um yeah to give up gossiping for damn hey y'all i'm gonna put up a poll because i'm curious do you think you can give up gossiping like my mama called me this morning to check up on me and i swear we talked who we talked about this morning like oh i'm gonna talk mommy we Look, gotta do better mommy. they be having shit on their minds okay? and now you know it's interesting being an adult because as a kid, you remember your mom telling you, stay in a child's place. And this is grown folks' business. Um, but you grew up and realized grown folks' business is childish and stupid. It <laughs> and is. petty. And look, gossiping, listen, it's all that wrapped into one. I know about shit about people in Haiti that I've never met. You don't even have to be <laughs> in the vicinity of the person. You don't have to be in the zip code. Nothing. Region, nothing. And you will have all the tea. So I need to get y'all response on that because I'm very curious. And also to also think about your friendships, you know, because yeah. it made me really sit back and think about my friendships and think about what we speak about often and decide and, and I what I actually determined was and I'm very proud to say that I don't surround myself with people who actually um just wholeheartedly want to gossip the whole conversation they're dominating with talking about other people's business their kids who ain't doing what who didn't pay child support all all that stuff you know um, if, if you could do it, I think that would be amazing. And if you do, because this is interesting, tell us, keep us posted. Cause we ain't shit. Send <laughs> we, us an email. <laughs> I don't know. We might not be as strong as you. So I know we've already admitted we not keep, keep up and, and, uh, keep we, us posted. <laughs> we gossip with our mamas. Send us an email at urban sweet talk podcast at gmail.com yep. or hit up any of our social media handles. Urban sweet talk podcast. Is yep. it? Yep. All over. You would yep. think I'm in there every day. I would know. But um, yeah, for real, let us know if, you, if you're if you able to do that. Because I find that quite fascinating. When Tanya brought that up to me, I was like, hmm. I really had to think. But I'm like you. you like the tea. <laughs> I do like the tea. But uh, again, the people that I speak to on a regular basis, we don't. That's right. not our main conversation. Outside of my mama, my mama don't count. That's my mama. But outside of my mother, people that I, my friends that I but really wait, talk to. Now it begs another question: If that's mostly all y'all talk about, who me and my mama? Do y'all have actual? No, no, my mother and I have actual conversations. Okay. No, that's really a question. But well, it'll some tea will slip in somewhere. Yeah. Is what I'm saying. But my mother and I, we talk about a bunch of different things. If you have a friendship and. If you stop gossiping, yeah, and then suddenly you have nothing, nothing to, to talk, talk about. about. Oh, what kind of relationship? Or what if you in friendship? a relationship and you and Bay gossip all the time? Yes, Dang. but you do because I mean it's you do fun. You do gossip with Bay, but if that's all y'all do, y'all don't then, have yeah, actual no, conversation. No, then you stuck. I know there's a couple like that out there. Please hit us up. I want to you know. Stuck. So, uh, yeah, we'll throw that question out there. And I'm pretty sure next episode we'll have a follow-up on this because it was interesting to me. I know I didn't mention it before, but I'm going to actually uh, kind of backtrack a little and just say I fucking love Lizzo, okay? Oh, my God. She is a quaint. She, I okay? feel like we're, we're related In her own 
Right. She is amazing. She can twerk and play the flute. Okay. That and takes a lot of breathing. If finesse, okay, balance, it takes all those things. Ass so, coordination. Look, booty bouncing to and fro. So, and her ponytail stayed on. Girl. Okay. 100%. And stayed on so, um, I just wanted to um, stand for a little bit for her because I think she's amazing. And I think what she represents is amazing. Her voice is amazing, too. My gosh. Miss, oh, she did this cover of Missy Elliott. Like, when Missy Elliott got a, an award recently. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Actually, gosh, I need to look that up. I'm sorry, guys. Because she, was in, she was inducted into the Songwriters Hall, Hall, Writers Hall, Hall of Fame. Yes. Shout out to um, Melissa because she deserves. Not her whole government. <laughs> That's her name. Not her real name, damn it. But me, um, I'm super fly. Shout super, out to super her. Super fly. Um, so, speaking of weird things, have you seen... I know you've kind of been in a bubble. <laughs> so, um, a few months back when it was... First, before I start, before I get there, happy Pride Month to all of our LGBTQIA LMNOP um supporters because y'all keep adding letters and i'm i'm running out of it but we love the gays we stand for the gays um happy pride month i've been seeing a lot of pride support everywhere this month so far so um Nigga, it meant, was on angry birds on angry birds i meant to <laughs> i meant to acknowledge it earlier this month but i just it's just it's been a lot guys but um yes happy pride month the month is not over um, but yeah, there's been, so I don't know if you know, Wade, D-Wade, my favorite basketball player of all time. He just you did mean a, don't do that. D-Wade just did a, um, an interview while he was overseas and, um, they asked him about, um, him and his wife supporting his youngest son, um, go, no, not his youngest son, but his son going to Miami pride parade that happened a few months ago. And, um, a lot of people had a lot to say about it because Gab Union posted the pictures. Wade retweeted, re reposted the pictures cause he was out of town. Um, his older son, his, his nephew who he raises, they all posted pictures in support of, of his son going to pride. Now, of course there have been rumors surrounding this little boy for months, for years now. And there was a time that Wade just did not post him at all mm-hmm. just because it was just so just much like back. Just like his side, baby. Don't do that. So, um, so recently they asked Wade, you know, about all of the backlash and why he supported his son. And I think it was very, I think it was very great of him to say that it's his job to support his son as a father, regardless of what he thinks the decisions are or whatever the case is. And a lot of people were coming for him for that because they felt like, oh, he's a he's a kid. He doesn't know what he wants. How dare you support that? And this, that, and the third, which to a point I understand because, um, I do feel like sometimes kids are too young to know certain things. And in all actuality, he never actually came out and said, I'm gay. He just went to pride. You get what I'm saying? And people have always been regardless of what you think he himself has never come out and said hey i'm gay or this is or this is the lifestyle that i'm choosing it's just he went to pride his father has supported him to the point you know way just got his little toes is done in burgundy i mean at 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 this point um it's his son is very flamboyant he is um and effeminate he is so um it's a natural it's like assumption. You don't, right. It's a very natural, fair assumption to believe yeah. that he is gay. Um, and I understand to a degree what a lot of people were upset about because um, it's strange. And I guess you know your own child and you adjust. But sometimes on the outside of being a parent, mm-hmm. you can watch them enable children. Yeah. And they don't see it because they're their that's their child and they, you know, they don't notice, but in a lot of ways parents can enable children. Like there was an episode on Tyra Banks some years ago where um children who were like under 4 um who were let's say born a boy decided 
that they, they were wanted to, wanted to be a girl, and the mother would dress them like a girl, grow their hair like a girl, pierce their ears, wear earrings, and uh, so it was a question of are you enabling them, or should you be kind of directing? Hey, you're a this gender, yeah, and so I'm gonna dress you in this gender clothes, yeah, um, opposed to letting children um, be who they are, <laughs> like they're not your contemporaries, you know, for you're older and wiser than them for a reason. But I understand why they think it's enabling, you know, and he may or may not know what he wants. Yeah. But there's also that other side that is people are who they are because I was in dance from like four to like 19. And so she the, only do private dances now. Private dancer. <clears throat> So, um, I, I understand like, um, people being who they are and already knowing, Yeah, they may not know their actual sexual orientation, Yeah, but they know that they don't fit the, In the normal box of what that gender is. And they spend a large portion of their childhood confused. And when they do decide, they get a lot of backlash. Yeah. And you even have people who, um, you know, want to out people. And I realize sometimes that I can be like that. Like, if someone's very feminine around me, a, fe a guy is very feminine, I need to immediately say he's gay or he's bi. And I don't know why. And sometimes they're not. And and sometimes they're just a feminine, they're just and a there feminine. are men like that. Um, but we immediately need to label it something. So when we don't know, that's when all the because when we put starts. labels on things, we're able to process them better, or right. we're able I can to put it in this box. I can put it in this box so I can handle it. I can either choose to deal with it or not choose to deal with it. And um, I I agree with you. You know, people there there are times where you you do believe that the parent is enabling the child and the child doesn't necessarily know what they want but then on the flip side of that there are some children who do know who they are or who are trying to discover who they are and I feel like as a black man as a successful black man raising black kids with a black wife um I think it is very important that he is supporting his son the way that he is again we don't know what's happening behind closed doors because it could be something else behind closed doors you get what i'm saying but for the public you know whatever the case is and not to ne necessarily say it's negative behind closed doors but we don't know how they're parenting him behind closed doors is what i mean but i think it's a beautiful thing that he is supporting his son that he is showing that this is my son i love him regardless because homosexuality is still a major situation in our community right still a major situation still a very major situation in our community you you see a lot of young kids committing suicide killing themselves cutting themselves you know go, turning to drugs and alcohol just to try to figure themselves out because they don't have someone who can understand them or they're trying to get somebody to understand them or they're they have parents who are telling them oh we just gonna pray this away or we're gonna take you to church or we're gonna get you treatment this needs to like they're automatically telling them this is wrong this is wrong this is wrong and they don't even know for themselves if this is really what they want they're just trying to figure it out so the fact that he he is taking a stance and he is supporting his son and he also said he finds it weird that people are applauding him for supporting his child he's like i'm a father I, this is my child. I brought this child into, into this world. Because everyone's so traumatized from watching it play out in real life. Yeah. When they don't have millionaires in their family. And, yeah. you know, um, you have lower to middle class black families. Look, when you're black and gay... Good child. God. Like, why would you even ask for that? Why would so, you do that to You yourself? have to believe them. <laughs> you have to believe Of black all gays. the things. You had to be gay too? You already black? I mean, come on now. God forbid you not need... Then it's like so many things. So listen, um, I feel like he's doing the same thing that uh, Magic Johnson did and... We need to do a survey to see how many basketball players have gay sons. And maybe there's a trend somewhere. Don't do this. I don't know. I'm just curious. Or how many basketball players are actually gay. 
Because there's quite a few, or so I've heard. Child. Well, you know, they do be in locker rooms. Grabbing each other boongies. Look, <laughs> gripping. This isn't like an open palm situation. This is a fingers, fingers crippling in grip that they're doing in locker rooms. And I know a lot of times they do stuff like meat checks. What? Yes. They hit each other and they meet and you go meat check. Room? No, but I've seen boys do this growing up. Meat check and they'll hit each other in the balls. And I was like, oh. That's so y'all gay. <laughs> y'all niggas gay. <laughs> Sorry. I had a Riley moment, but... um, Oh, did you hear it's coming back? Listen. I cannot wait. My spirit is here. I cannot wait. Because it found a way for me to talk about this, even though I completely forgot. Um, So, Aaron McGruder, McGruder, whatever, um, he's on board. Um, I think John Witherspoon is on board. I think everybody's on board to come back. I am... Listen, I don't... Okay, I don't want it to be 2019 version of Boondocks. I don't need, okay? I need, go back like a few years. I still want it to feel old because I need Riley to not be as hip. I need Riley to be his ignorant self. (laughs) Regina King should have gotten awards for that. She Give her her things now. Because she deserved it. I mean, she's won she's won quite a few awards this year. Actually, she did one win Best Actress at the yeah. BET Awards. She um, did, yeah, out over Regina Hall, who was hosting, and she did this funny bit about it. So you need to watch. I'm gonna watch it, but um, watch it in entirety. Yeah. Um. Damn. Boondocks coming back. Wow. It thank needs to you. be old Boondocks, not the new millennial Boondocks. Yeah, I don't want. But- I kinda- I think there might be some millennium aspects to it, millennial aspects to it, but I don't think you know he's going to make it a millennial. I need, dogs. okay, Aaron, look, I, I don't want to stalk you, but I will if I must. I need a reenactment of Robert Kelly's tantrums. No, no. Is no. this camera on? I can't breathe. <laughs> I can't breathe. No. <laughs> he's fighting for his life. I need, there's been so many. Uh, kind of memeable, iconic things that has happened from the time Boondocks has ended till now with Bill Cosby. Everything, you know, I I need this. Is it just for one season I think he's coming back? Aaron, I, listen, I will stalk you. Do anybody know his Twitter? He I doesn't th- have social media. I don't think he has social media anymore. Well, I need to go down to the DMV. I, I need to do something because... He needs to know how we feel. Um, but I cannot wait till that show comes back because we are missing moments. We are missing valuable boondock moments. We're watching it happen in real time. I'm so happy. So uh, shout out to that because I am ready right now. Hey, Marla, I know you said you don't want to get into a new show, but Big Little Lies is the Here shit. We go. Okay? Um, That's the one with Zoe Kravitz in it, right? Yes, with Nicole Kidman. I don't care about the white women. I only care about Zoe. But you will, though, because these hoes are horrible. Wait. Yeah, but I like it. (laughs) This is an amazing show. Um, Also, I've been catching up on MasterChef. So, guys, if you have any suggestions for watcheries to binge... Please let me know. Hit me up on Twitter. I love to find new shows to give a fuck about. I did start I watching. I am Queen T. Go ahead. That's I, what I, find I did start watching 90 Day Fiance. And these BH people are crazy. Um, They're crazy. I feel like, how many seasons is it? Well, they have different parts of it. What you mean? There's 90 Day Fiance. There's 90 Day Fiance before the 90 Days. There's 90 Day Fiance. Oh, I don't have Happily time. Ever no. after. I, I picked the one before 90 Days. And these beige people are crazy. Well, are they... What's the premise of the show? So, basically, they've been, quote-unquote, dating these people on on 
online. Mm-hmm. But these, so they're Americans and they're dating people from other countries online, and they've never met them. Okay. And then they fly out for a few weeks to meet them. And okay. the idea is to get a proposal upon meeting upon meeting them because then if they get a proposal then they could bring their base over to the united states on a fiance visa so is this like to get people through immigration i think so but they really act like they in love with each other Shouts out to my little homegirl in Port-au-Prince. They have a Nigerian base. There's a Nigerian one. Shout out to, the, to my little homegirl in Port-au-Prince that got them two beige men fighting over her. 167, 149. That's disgusting. Um, I might have to watch an episode or two. Again, it's if y'all have any binge suggestions, let us know. Speaking of online dating, I was talking a few minutes ago <laughs> prior to this show. About the online dating thing. Man, I hate it. And like, Marla. I hate it. You haven't given us an update. Well, I mean, there's been some stuff going on. I haven't really been able to. (laughs) To fraternize? I haven't been able to fraternize. Um, Really quick, over the last few weeks, I've had surgery. I've been in the hospital. So, yeah, even whilst recording episodes. Blessings and love, okay? So, I haven't been able to like... um, fraternize necessarily i'm just trying i'm just starting to kind of reinsert myself back into my own life yes and boy let me tell you um but even before that like oh god it's not for me it's really not for me online dating isn't it is not for me because why not it's repetitious as hell copy and paste basically okay um people really can't hold conversations and as a person who talks, who converses a lot, it's, oh my God, it's just, it's like. It's limiting. Maybe guys thank aren't. Thank you, it is limiting. <laughs> Look at, thank you, babe. I'm here. Um, what about if the guy is just awkward, like through phone or text or FaceTime, maybe. I don't see FaceTime being super awkward. But sure it is. Because they'll FaceTime you with with, your, with their dick out. Also, that's a thing. So, you're right. But, okay, maybe guys just awkward and can communicate better in person. No. Some so, people can't communicate in person. Or they can't communicate over the phone to have a conversation. I get that text messaging can be limiting. Because you can't convey emotion via right. text. So, but... Some people really just can't hold conversations. Like, they really have nothing to talk about outside of shit that's going on in social media. And for a person who don't live on social media, mm-hmm. who lives in the real world and their real world shit going on, um, it's, it is quite limiting to try to have a conversation with someone um, so, these days. You, you know, know there's, there's a college that started courses for young men. To learn I how to talk I to did women. Hear about that. And I thought that was like I thought it was a joke, but it's it's the truth. It's an actual college elective course, and they're teaching young men how to address women in public without their phones, without social media. That's interesting. This is what we've got. But I to. do remember hearing something yeah. like that. But I guess it would be a little strange. But ninety day fiance is way too extreme. But I feel like love connections happen all the time. I agree. On the interwebs and like Twitter, sliding in DMs. Instagram. And pregnant and have a baby in two years. These TikTok apps. Like I think I think it does. I think social media is great in in the in the way that it connects people who probably would never speak to each other. True. So, because um, again, we have social media friends. There are people that you was best friends with on social media you ain't never seen in person. Look, they look. You tap like on all they shit. All they shit. You, you know, never met. Never met. You know what what they got going on in their life. You know how old their babies are. Like babies. these are people that you that you're genuinely cool with on social media. So I do agree. People do. You can have a connection on social media. I honestly do think you can. Hey. Sorry to interrupt. Maybe I'll find me a Nigerian 90 day fiance, babe. Do you want to do that for his papers? They're crazy, but go ahead. Um, 
there's this little girl who dances to Schoolboy Q. Um, red carpet girls on Instagram. She's a little light skinned thing, and she is, she is everything to me. Um, but no, I just wanted to give a quick shout out to that little girl because she is like a little modern day uh, Raven Simone. Because we ain't have enough light skin in her in this episode. Did we? Yes. Smokey, Who? Smokey Robinson. Um. That was by mistake. <laughs> then this little light-skinned girl here. She's just adorable. You. I love her. I am very uh, caramel tan. I have stepped outside. You do look a little. You look a little times. toasty. You look a little toasty right now. Okay, but um, the, I don't know if you're ready to change. Thing. I don't know if you're ready to change foundation shades, but you look you look toasty. You know, I, I you know I don't know my. <laughs> Okay, so I mean, at one point I was in the in the hospital for some time, and when I went to my mom's and my nephew saw me, he said I looked like a fucking vampire. <laughs> you did though. Was like, she was so pale, y'all. I went to go see her. I'm wow. like, can we sneak you out to the sun or something? Like, why are you so pale? Wow. I was like, this is what children think of you. If you want to know the truth, ask children always or an elderly person. Because they just don't have time to lie to you. Um, so, oh, before we go, I wanted to implement a quick new segment before we get out of here. Um, and that's just your weekly quote with Queen T. Um, so every week, I'll try to find a quote that uh, I'd love to share. Because I love those things and they can inspire you and also get you to think. Agreed. Um, and the quote that I have this week is, when you avoid conflict to make peace with others, you create a war within. So, mm. yes. It's quite profound. Take that in. Savor it. Let it sizzle in your spirit. You Shout out to Country You a few spices on there. A little epic. <laughs> Just a little epic. But, no, I think that quote struck me so so uh, deeply because um, you know how many times you bite your tongue and you go against your gut or you just have to just eat it mm. just to keep peace. And then internally, you're complaining to other people, you're talking shit, you're gossiping about them, you're, you're creating you're this war. You're not sleeping well. You think that's not on your mind. But it is. But it is. Or this person disrespected you in some way. Um, and you go through all of these emotions inside. And then you do all of that to give someone else peace. And you really have to question if they deserve that. So that was your weekly quote with Queen T. Look forward to it every week. That was beautiful, friend. Thank you. I guess I'll save the threesome quote for next week. Wow. Thank y'all for listening. Hey, guys. Make sure you always hit us up, Urban Sweet Talk Podcast, on the socials. You can hit me up on the Twitter. I may or may not be there. Um, at I am Queen T. Please don't make me spell it. Um, but, yeah, guys, hit us up. And uh, thank you guys so much for listening to the show. We will see you guys next week. Bye-bye. Hey. 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 Go Mary. Go Mary. Go Mary. Go Mary. Get it, sis. Hey. Get it, sis. Get it, sis. Hey. It with the boots. Go Mary. Go Mary. Go Mary. Go Mary. Now get it, sis. Hey. Get it, sis. Hey. Get it, sis.